When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And the Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup! We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Welcome to Blasty's Corner, Flames fans, and uh, Chris called it. Chris called it last episode. Flames continue to hold the streak. They haven't won a season opener since 2009. You know, when you said guaranteed loss, Chris, I wasn't... uh, Guaranteed loss. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was hoping, I was hoping they'd, uh, they'd break through. You know, the, the <laughs> Alberta first, first battle of Alberta coming into the game or coming into this season. You know, the boys will be fired up. They had a week off, right? They uh, were, they were fired up. They, they there was energy out there. It was tons of energy. But Grant, it's, it's like the Anaheim curse. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just inevitable. You know. You go into Anaheim, we lose. We're the first game of the season, we lose. It, you know, it, it really makes no difference on how the season is going to play out. But it's true. It's true. Those, it is a long season. It we long we season. the year we finished second in the West. We uh, we also lost the first game of the season. So that's very true. Yeah. Wait, didn't we finish first in the West? Maybe second in the league. I can't remember. I try to block that year out actually because of the playoffs. Yeah, that was the year we got. Yeah, we we talked about this last time, right? Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. We played a lot. Played with a lot of energy. You know, we had a whole week off. Like I said, which is still fucking weird. Like today, today, Sunday. Who? What the hell? NHL, get your shit together. A three p.m. game, Dallas Stars versus the Ottawa Senators. What are you thinking? What? Yeah. One game on a Sunday. You're killing me. No one, no one's tuning in either for that one. <laughs> like, are you? Like, yeah, what the fuck? Dallas, yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. You couldn't pick any other teams. Like, <laughs> it's the first Sunday of the week, first Sunday yeah. of the regular season, and you're yeah. telling me you couldn't pick anybody else? Dallas, Dallas, and Ottawa. It's because it's football Sunday. You know, they don't want to. Man. Yeah, that's it. It's hundred percent it. It's like Fridays too. Football. There's really any games on Friday, like usually just a couple on Saturdays, hockey night. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's true, I suppose. But even nope. then, like you know, I think next Sunday there are only three or four games too, mm-hmm. or something. But it killed me in fantasy this week. I'm, I'm, oh no! Did ridiculous. you lose? I can't believe it. <laughs> Against who? Me? Everything's everything's <laughs> coming up L's. Everything's coming up L's for old Grant over here. Oh no! I'm losing sorry. In both leagues losing in both leagues that we're a part of. Not a good start to the year. But let's let's get back to the game. We there was a lot of fireworks, like we said. Cassian ended up coming out after getting knocked out. Was trying to lure Zadorov, and I think he tried luring Zadorov into two fights, but he turtled in both of them. Um, ah, classic. I, I'm 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 looking forward to the day where that buffoon is no longer roaming the ice on the Oilers' silks. Well, I don't know. I mean. They're probably going to keep him around. Oh yeah, I'm 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 still waiting. I'm I'm looking forward to the years <laughs> down the line when I don't have to see his mug on TV. Yeah, his his toothless smile. Yeah, and you really, you know what? There's no, there's there's nothing backing up any of his uh, confidence. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, I'll say that's about fair. It. Okay, so Chris. What were your thoughts on on the game? Like everybody says that we played pretty well five on five. It was the penalties that we ran into trouble with. Obviously, top power play in the league last year, the Edmonton Oilers. We cannot be giving them all these opportunities, and that's what we were doing all night. We were handing them power plays on a silver platter. Five on five. Do you think we were playing okay? I I don't know. I didn't see much danger coming from us on special teams or on five on five. Like there, there wasn't, there wasn't a point in the game where I felt like, okay, Calgary's taking over. Cause the one time we did build some momentum, make it a one game, a one goal game. Yessi Pugliarvi came right back and stole that momentum away. Uh, and that was the end of the game. So what were your thoughts on how the flames actually played in that game against the Oilers? Um, I, I mean, I thought they played well actually uh, both five on like just the whole game um i mean i have some numbers here from natural stat trick um but five on five they had Corsi four of 63 percent uh they had more high danger chances for it 10 to 7 they had higher expected goals for lower expected goals against um they really led almost every single category um and even if you include Penalty kill, power play, those numbers don't change too much. Corsi 4 changes to 60.5. Uh, high danger chances, 16 to 10 in favor of the Flames. Um, expected goals for 3.28 to 3.01. Um, so, you know what? They still led the play overall. They they had a tilt on the game. And, and I think you saw that, like especially 5-on-5. Five five. Like, I don't think the Oilers really had much of anything going for them and like I know you say like you didn't see too much chances um, but I mean we had two on ones we had odd man rushes like we, we did have those chances we had a breakaway like just we didn't score it's less memorable that's how that's how I feel about it but um, I think Mike Smith had a good night I think that was part of the reason why we lost I think Markstrom yeah. was was just okay, and I know we already chatted about it. Well, more I vented well, to you, and you listened. But I, I yeah, thought... no, give me, give 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 the listeners what you were thinking because you made I, a good point. You did you did make a good point. 
I guess I when I watch the game, I'm like, this game, like obviously you're not you're gonna have spots with shots that are unsavable. For example, one of them was that pulley RB goal, the breakaway. I'm like, yeah, that one's right inside the post, pretty much impossible to save. Like, not many goals are gonna get that save. But like, there's, I mean, if you're having a good night as a goalie. Uh, you know, you're going to save two more goals, maybe even three. You know, we could have been 2-1. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and a sub-900 sub save percentage just isn't good. Yeah. That's not going to cut it. And I don't, I don't care how the goals were scored, but, I mean, like, if you look at every other number, like, it doesn't show good signs for Markstrom. And I could go through the, each of the goals. Like, that first one, I think Markstrom was kind of swimming a bit, like, it was that deflection off the chest, but like he had poor puck tracking. Like he couldn't really, the shot came in from the side of the net and then he seemed to lose it and it got tipped in by Ryan. And he almost seemed a little surprised that the puck was there. Yeah. And I just don't think yeah. he handled it very well. Like he didn't get his body in front of it. He was kind of down early. And, and so that went in and then, yeah, the, I mean, that's then, fair, but Zadorov was standing right there. Yeah, for sure. Like he yeah. Was, he was basically right on top of Markstrom. You would, I, I mean, yeah. If I were Markstrom, right, I would probably be trusting my defenseman to competently box out a guy who's at least six inches sh- shorter than you. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I mean, Derek Ryan, by the way, for scoring. Yeah, against his former team. <laughs> but, but fuck's sakes, man! Like fuck's sakes. Yeah. Oh, Zadora, for sure. It, what are I'm you not, doing there? I, I should I should put a note. Like I don't think this is game is is on Markstrom at all. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, if he actually had a good performance, we could have won. Yeah. Like, that, I'm not saying, like, oh, if, you know, like, Markstrom's the reason why we lost, but he's the reason why we didn't win, in my opinion. <laughs> it's a little, it's, it is a little different. It is, you know, it, 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 it is a little different, but it, you're right. You're right. I mean, he wasn't the reason we lost, um, despite he, having an 875 save percentage, yeah, which is below league average. Yeah, it's uh, well below. Yeah, not yeah. good night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess we needed that save. That the Pulley Yarvi goal, that was one that we needed. Yeah. yeah, and and look, like that and McDavid's first goal, the not the one timer, the one that was off the the shot off the skate that deflected to him. Yeah, it was a little unlucky, but also Markstrom was poorly tracking that play. Like he was yeah. he was lost on it yeah frankly like the puck like it's not like that was not a recoverable situation like if he was tracking the puck he would have been able to slide over and make that save because mcdavid just kind of threw it at the net like it was a snapshot from the top of the circles if markstrom was tracking that well he would have been there and it would have made an easy save and on the one timer i didn't really can't really remember too much that might well might have deflected off hannafin i believe or something weird happened so like maybe that's not a savable one but i just think out of the goals that were scored, he could have made a couple saves, mm-hmm. which could have, you know, at least got us to overtime or maybe even potentially win. Because on the other side of the ice, Mike Smith was making those saves. Like we had to yeah. really, we had to earn our goals. Yeah. Like so. Um, no, absolutely. Mike Smith uh, had a phenomenal game. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, got to give credit where credit's due. He had a phenomenal sure. game. McDavid continued being the top player in the league, right? Like, yeah. Just even the the simple play of that empty net goal for his hat trick. I mean, yeah. like just really blew good. right by the the Flames player. It was yeah. not even close. Yeah, like it was but, impressive. 
yeah, McDavid's gonna do McDavid things, right? So yeah, you can only you can only limit, and we didn't do that very well last night, but because um, <laughs> <laughs> he got a hat trick. But yeah, look, I I, I don't know. It, I I actually liked the game. I thought it was actually a really good sign. We didn't have Coleman. That's true. In and I thought our forechecking was really good. Like when we were pressuring the D. Um, we were causing turnovers. I don't even think I saw that all last year. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, like the, our forechecking was really strong and I don't even know if we had this many shots in the game all last year either. Like, yeah. Like 40, yeah. 47 shots. Yeah. I that. remember that. I remember so, that. Cause like midway through the third period, the shots were 31 to 21, I think, or something. Um, or maybe midway through the second, midway through the second, the shots were 31 to 21. And I was like, holy shit, we're actually out shooting our opponent. That's yeah. like, that was unheard of last year. It didn't happen a lot. So, yeah, I, yeah, I thought, I actually thought I liked the lines. Like, Monahan's line had a really, really strong night, actually. Yeah, they were the uh, most dangerous team or dangerous line, I think. They, they, they got them. I think there's, of course, it was like 83%. Let me just uh, bring up the lines here. Yeah. yeah they had, a, yeah, they had a Corsi four of 87.5%. Okay. Which is That's pretty good. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Monaghan, or the, sorry, the Gaudreau line, they had seven dangerous scoring chances. So the Monaghan line only had two. Um, okay. Chances. So, like, it's kind of they, so the Monaghan line kind of held the play. Uh, right. And, and they had a lot of shots, but not a lot of actual chances where, you know, Johnny's line, they still had a good Corsi of 64%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they had seven scoring chances, four high danger ones. Well, see, that's interesting because I felt that the top line of Lindholm, I mean, I know Lindholm scored the power play goal, but yeah, um, I, I felt that top, I didn't really notice that top line, to be honest. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't see Kachuk much on the ice. Uh, I saw Johnny on the ice. He was pushing the play, but do um, you know, I, I, I didn't see much from, from that top line. And I mean, this is, this is something that I, this is something that I really noticed. Um, okay. Well, first of all, let me ask you which flame impressed you the most last night. Oh, Manjipane. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Shout out to Gabranson for not being a, <laughs> not yes. for being an NHLer. Yeah. Thank you for being an NHLer. Yeah. I, I didn't see, I, I didn't see any big mistakes from him. No. I, I, and you know what? I'm mad that Shillison didn't play a lot, but like, Branson looked like he belonged last night, which you know we were. I, I was ripping into him quite a, quite a bit. So yeah, I was I was ripping into him too. Yeah, <laughs> credit <laughs> where credits to. due. Credit where credits due. Yeah, we have to give him credit. Um, so yeah. he, I thought he had a good game just because like everyone's expecting him to suck, yeah. and I thought he was actually quite good. Um, but no, Manjapani had a fantastic night. Like he was, man, his forechecking generated a lot of chances. Obviously scored. Uh, nice goal, just you know, sticking to the front of the net, going to the dirty places. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I thought he was our best best player, and I actually don't even think it was close. I think he was yeah. by far our best player, and then probably Johnny. I think Johnny actually had a strong night too. Like he was Johnny had a really really good night. This this he, is what I was gonna say actually. This is what I, this is what I've noticed. The the problem, the problem with the Flames, is that they don't have a guy who can keep up with Johnny Gaudreau. That is the whole issue with the Calgary flames. They don't have a guy who can keep up with Johnny. So he feels like he has to do more than he has to. There was one play where he was trying to get into the zone and you just, you could see it. He had to go. He felt like he had to go one on four 
into the zone because nobody else was there to back him up. Like you could just yeah. see it. The guy was standing at the opponent's um, blue line. <laughs> and as Johnny's coming in, he just stood there and watched. He didn't go into position. He didn't try to get open. He didn't give him an outlet pass. He just stood there and watched Johnny try to cut in and go one on four. Obviously, the puck was taken away from him. It was a turnover, went the other way. Yeah, but this, this is Kachuk. Sorry. I, I don't know if it was Kachuk. I don't remember who it was. Oh, okay. But a flame. But a flame was just standing there staring at him and like, you know, <laughs> go do something. Get open. Yeah. Like, what are you, you you're just watching him do his thing? Like he needs support. Like this is the whole issue is that we yeah. don't have a guy who can play with Johnny Gaudreau. And the one guy that can play with Johnny is one dimensional. Yeah, Monahan just yeah, Sean just yeah. sits in a slot waiting for the shot to come in, which is extremely easy to defend. That's the issue that I noticed. But I think we're probably better off sticking Johnny on the second line with Monahan cuz those two obviously want to play together. You know, I noticed Daryl was kind of changing lines a little bit um throughout he kind of stuck I think that actually well, that's probably they had to 11, 11 forwards. forwards. Yeah. yeah. Um but I, I, I do believe that the lines will end up with Manjapani on the top line, uh, reunite the 3M line. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Froelich, we get Manjapani, uh, which is an upgrade. And I mean, that's, that's, I think that's a way better line. You know, you got two guys who can, who can, uh, who can go in hard on the four check. Um, and Lindy's just there to, to snipe, right? So, that's a great line. And then you get Johnny and Monaghan together like they want to be. And then, you know, you throw Blake Coleman in there. And I think Coleman would be a great fit on that second line next to John, Johnny and Monaghan because mm-hmm. I think Coleman's going to be the guy who actually goes down in the dirty areas to dig out those pucks. And he can right? keep up. Like, speed-wise, yeah. you know, he'll be there. Absolutely. Um, and if Coleman yes. can't, then give Dubé a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Right, put Dubé on the right wing, Coleman on the third. He's comfortable on the third line, right? Then you got a Col- then you got a line, a third line of uh, Backlund, Coleman, and and Lucic. That's not bad. Yeah, no, you no, know? it's all right. And I thought the Lucic has uh, had a good night. I thought yesterday too. Um, had a couple chances, a couple shots. Yeah, I love so. it, love it, love seeing him shoot the puck. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I wish he changed it up and didn't go five hole every time, but <laughs> maybe that's that's all he could do. He could just I can't let the puck yeah. anymore. Maybe just know your lane, bro. Know your lane. <laughs> that's right. Know your I lane. think that's uh, <laughs> that's his yeah. thing right now. No, uh, you make you make a lot of good points. Like I think we have options. I feel like this year, which I don't think we had last year. Like we can, and even though it's a lot of the similar personnel, I feel like Manjapani has taken a step where we have a little bit more wiggle room to play around with the top six and, and try some skilled combinations and s- instead of sticking a Trevor Lewis there, you know, or a Brett Ritchie mm-hmm. there because there's just no one else that can play the position. Yeah. Brett Ritchie does not need to be in the lineup. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, why fine with, I'm, I'm fine with him as a, as a fourth liner, but that's it. Like, bro, I don't even know. Go win a battle on the fourth line, throw a hit, whatever you can be there. Um, but I mean, I don't know if I would like him in the lineup over uh, Walker Dewar, but I mean, yeah, 
give him I mean, a chance. I mean, I. I think it'll be good for Dewar. I think it'll be good for Dewar to get some AHL time too. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I, just want to I don't think he's youth. played. I don't think he's played in the minors yet. No, I don't think so. Oh no, he oh or he did. played seven games. Okay, in the AHL. So, yeah, last year. Yeah. Okay. No, he played two last year and five in 2020, 21. Okay. He was in NCAA. Um, the last four. So oh, played all played all four years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good. Smart kid. Yeah. Get his, so, uh, get his, yeah. Uh, his, his education in order. Mm-hmm. Well, I have optimism after the first game, Grant. I'll say that. I... Yeah. I did like the way we played. Like I, I was impressed with the, like you said, the amount of forechecking that we were willing to, <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, once, you know, once we're healthy, you know, we got Brad Richardson on the IR. Uh, Pitlick still day to day, I guess. Um, it'll be good to see Pitlick in the in because, like, as yeah, know, who does he who does he replace? You know, as Brett Ritchie, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Brett Ritchie. That's right. Yes, yes, yeah. What about Richardson though? Like, I guess Glenn Godden. Gets yeah, I guess he'd be replacing Glenn Godden. Yeah, that's sad though. I like Glenn Godden. Well, no, actually, actually, right now they have, according to the Daily Faceoff, they have Shillington on left wing on the fourth line. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, so, he, he practiced there, I think, once because they needed to fill the lines because yeah, someone was out. So yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, so Coleman's going to be slotting in the top six. Trevor Lewis will move down to the fourth line. Um, Pitlick goes back in when he's healthy. Whenever that'll be, but uh, it'll be uh, as as met as as Pitlick is. I think he'll serve a role in the third line. You can um, play p- p- penalty kill, right? Like, yeah, you know, kind of do that do that role, and he probably would have been helpful lot yesterday. To be honest, I mean, you know, yeah, he, he's he's made a living on a penalty kill, so yeah. That, I mean, that other power play, in. you just can't give them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they're thirty percent last year, like. It's dangerous. Like they're gonna score. I mean, they have so much talent. So we, yeah, it's you're it's, right. Like we can't give them power. Play. I think they had what two power play goals. No. Yeah. Something like both, that. Both, both of them were probably stoppable. But yeah. Um. Anyway, Trevor Lewis I, laid a big hit though. Did you see that? Oh, Huge who's that on? Hit. Slater Kokuk. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody. Uh, nobody's significant, but I don't think still. I don't think I remember that one. Oh, dude, big open ice hit. It was uh, right on oh. the blue line, right in front of the Flames bench, actually. Um, puck came back to the point. Kukuk, uh just dumped it back down and got a face full of Trevor Lewis. Just steamed, like absolutely <laughs> steamrolled him. Oh, okay. Like just flew him right onto his ass. Like it was oh, nice, beautiful. Oh, I it. And he got right back up, back. so... You know, no injury, no foul, no like you know, That's no. That's good. You yeah. like to see that. Yeah. 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 So uh All we'll right. take a yeah. quick break. We'll take a quick break and then we will come back with some more Jack Eichel news. This is the hockey podcast network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. 
New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Albertans can make single-game bets through PlayAlberta.ca. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, like, well, like we mentioned, uh, Jack Eichel. There's, there's been some news on the Jack Eichel front. Uh, according to Elliot Friedman, he reported it yesterday and in his podcast, The 31 Thoughts with Jeff Merrick, uh, the Buffalo Sabres are unwilling to retain any salary in any trade involving Jack Eichel. So, I mean, I don't know if that's really news. I, I, I feel like everybody kind of assumed that no salary would be retained, but this is significant because, you know, it does make it a little bit harder for teams um, for most teams, because we're mostly up against the cap. Most teams are against the cap. Uh, to to take on this trade, they did say that they would be willing to take on some some contracts coming back. But I mean, again, you don't want to be subtracting from your roster when you're going after a guy like Jack Eichel because you know you do want to <laughs> you do want to uh, compete with Eichel there. So with that in mind, knowing that. The Flames have about three hundred thousand dollars in cap space. Uh, what's your best offer for Jack Eichel? Me? You want me to come up with an offer? Yeah, me? yeah. Oh well. Want me to start because I kind of sprung sure, this on you. Sure. You wanna, you yeah. Hear my, yeah. What? What I'm thinking? Yeah. Fire away. In order for this to work, I'm thinking we'd have to give up at least Sean Monahan. Sure. Nikita Zadorov, if we can convince them to take him, which we probably won't. But this is this is hopeful thinking. This is very very hopeful thinking. All right. Okay. So, okay. Monahan, Zadorov, and Zeri. Maybe a first round pick as well. Conditional one. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting deal. I'm. Uh... Here's what I think is going to have to be. I think, unfortunately, well, Sean's obviously got to be in the trade. I think they're interested in, interested in Sean. But I think what the Sabres want is Valimaki. Hmm. 
Um, I mean, he has a cap hit too. I can't remember what it is. I think like two it's only one five five. Oh, yeah. okay. So obviously, we need to do maybe a little bit more um, salary maneuvering. I suppose you could send like a a smaller contract out the door yeah. to make that salary work out. Like we're pretty close. What Sean making six and a half? Six three, six three seven five. So then, so Valamac would be one five. So yeah, 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 getting seven eight. So you need another three million out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you could probably find someone. To do that. Maybe they could take on Lucic if we give them an extra pick. Um. Yeah, but so okay, so the the core of the trade though would be Sean Valimaki, uh, a first, mm-hmm. conditional first, protected first, and then maybe another even another pick, another prospect like Zari. That's a lot, obviously. That's a lot. Um, that's probably like what they want. The best offer that I would give them, I probably wouldn't give them Zari if I'm giving them Valimaki. But I would mm-hmm. do I would do Valimaki actually. I would trade Valimaki, I think. Um I think his potential's actually not as good as we all thought it would be. Yeah. Maybe that's a foolish thing to say, but I mean man, that knee injury might have just hampered him a little bit, you know. It's sad, but I don't see the same player anymore. Maybe it'll yeah. just take time, but who knows? I mean I'm not a scout, so True. Yeah, I, 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 I do feel what you're saying. He doesn't have the same explosiveness. He doesn't have the same speed or, or, or the same. Uh, I, I, I see what you mean. I mean, I think he's missed two years, full years now. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, it could just be like you said, it could just be a timing thing, right? Like yeah, he's just maybe. off his off his pace and. You know, he's just uh, he's just off. Like he just isn't quite there yet. But I mean, to get talent like Jack Eichel, like you have, you have to give talent. Yeah. So I mean, I think Valimaki's got to be where before he might not have been. I think now you got to at least think about it. So I'd offer one of him or Zari for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Zari is probably one of our best prospects, other than Coronado. You can't offer Coronado though. So, Monahan, Zari, or Valimaki, a first, and a roster player. And then maybe we add, like, a third or a second, depending on that roster player and how bad the contract is. Yeah. If it's a Lucic, we add a second, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Might I mean, be a first. No, not a second should do it. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his contract's I guess it's only bad. a year. It's only yeah. a year. You got 20 points in 50 uh, games no, last year. No, it's two years. Yeah. Yeah, this but he just, he he could still play though. Yeah, like he's true. he's not totally useless. Like he has good character and like he has value. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like Skinner's nine million or Seth Jones nine million. <laughs> <laughs> true. Already shots fired. I know my brother. <laughs> off on a side note, like my brother, he he's heavy into fantasy hockey and he he drafted Mark Andre Fleury and. Almost had a breakdown yesterday. Oh God! Because they scored four goals and like ten, ten shots. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Uh, and I was like, wow. Flurry. Yeah. Just not. I didn't even see any of the goals, but I mean, I imagine they weren't all great. So no. Uh, well, uh, I mean, Chicago's got a pretty porous defense. So, <laughs> but they have nine million dollar man Seth Jones. Yeah. 
Savior. Yeah, well, one guy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they still got anyway. Eric. They, they got Eric Gustafson back there too. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that's my best deal <laughs> I'd offer for Eichel. I think or around those something like that. That would be the core of the trade. I don't know if Brad's willing to offer up that though. I think it's the prospect that's hanging Brad up a little bit. Um, but I think yeah. we should just do it. Just do it. I mean, I think we have, we actually do, we can survive losing Sean Monaghan, I think. Well, for getting Eichel back. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in the short term. He went. Like, while Eichel's going through surgery and recovering, like, I think, you know what, you move Backland back into a second line role. He's been that before. Uh, Elias plays with Johnny. And uh, then you just maybe move. Dylan Dubé back to center. I, th- I think you could make it work. Yeah, actually, yeah. And, you know, I kind of forgot about that, to be very honest with you, that Eichel wouldn't be able to step in the lineup right away. Yeah, it's a big it's a big factor, right? Why they, Probably why they can't get a trade going. Yeah. Because whatever team trades for him is going to lose a top-line player, probably, or a part of their core. And if we're theoretically competing for a playoff spot, spot this year which is what you know brad obviously thinks and what most mm-hmm. people believe we're going to be competing for one not one guaranteed yeah um we're going to need our best roster and if we trade away sean Munhan and have no one to fill the hole well that's a tough sell yeah um and i think that's probably the case for a lot of teams that can afford them like the top tier teams that want them like vegas like i don't know if vegas can squeeze 10 million onto their cap i don't know how much room they have Yo, absolutely not. Vegas but, cannot have Jack Eichel. That is bullshit. Yeah, I think they're out of it, right? Like, they'd have to give up, like, a lot back. To yeah. That work. I don't so. even know how they work. I don't I don't understand how they can have so many contracts. They have so many big money contracts. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10. They have 10 players on their team making at least $5 million. <laughs> yeah, wow. Just no like big 10 million, I guess. Hey, like just kind of. Wow. Well, Mark Stone's making 9.5. Patrick's oh, yeah. at 7. Yeah, shit, Carlson's see. at 5.9. Petrangelo's yeah. at 8.8. So they're right up against the captain. If not, Martinez over and Theodore are 5.25. They said they have 2 million in cap space still. Yeah, because. Uh, Alex Tuck and his four point seven five million dollars is on long term injured reserve. Oh, that's the only reason, yeah. Yeah. Along okay. with Jake Bischoff. But I think he's a minor leaguer. That's that's another thing. because um, Jack Aiku would go on that list, right? So you could theoretically wipe off ten million off your salary cap until he comes back. And right. I think yeah. I think I think yeah. with I think with the way the salary works, like it's like uh it's not just like like you pay it off throughout the year, like something right. like that. But don't but don't you have to be cap compliant when the trade happens? Like can you just is it like is it yeah. like fantasy where you can just pick up a guy from IR and he just stays in your IR? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, does, yeah. I don't know. That's it, not how it works, right? Because there's payroll and there's all that shit yeah. that has to happen. Right. Yeah. There's it's it's a complicated trade. Like let's be honest. Like there's a lot of factors. Yeah. That go into it. But um, are they paying him right now too, or is he like I suspended? Think so. They tried they to suspend him. him. They're trying okay. to suspend him. I think. 
but they have no grounds to do it. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So I don't think they'd be able to suspend him. I, so well, I, the I don't NHLPA think I've heard like better not like the NHLPA better be up their ass about that. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You can't do that. It is. It is totally ridiculous. Yeah. Like you can't suspend the guy cause he's hurt. <laughs> That's yeah. Not a, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, we, we wait, we patiently wait for an ankle trade. Totally. Yeah, the waiting the continues. The waiting continues. Here's something I, else that, that, that might be, holding people up. Um, he has a $7.5 million signing bonus that kicks in next year. His base salary is only going to be 2.5, but there's a 7.5 signing bonus, which means he gets that next year and his no movement clause kicks in for the next four years after that. Yeah, that's... I mean, the no movement is whatever. It's Jack Eichel. I'm yeah. fine with that. But yeah, that, that's a lot of bonus, hey? But I mm -hmm. mean, they can handle it. Blame's yeah. gonna handle that. Yeah, they're financially okay. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Middle of the road for a small market team. Mm -hmm. You know, Flames Buffalo fans feel like we're small market, but we are. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo has sixteen million dollars in protected cap space. Oof. <laughs> Skinner on that list. Was Skinner still on the Buffalo? Yeah. He's there until 2026, 20, 27. Oh, man. That's tough, yep. eh? Yep. $9 million every year. <laughs> They've, uh, Buffalo's had a good start to the league, though, this year. I think they're 2 and 0 or 3 0. Yeah, 2 and 0, I think. They don't even need Echo. Screw it. No. Yeah. So they should just trade him because you think, you know, he, Kevin Adams, you'd think most teams would be willing to give up more at the beginning of the season so that they can oh, you know work the their way to having Eichel hopefully by mid-season so that they can have a playoff push but the, you know, longer, the longer this, this drags goes, out yeah yeah the worse it's going to get yeah because all the all, no team is going to want to give up you know what they need to to get him yeah, for the exact reasons we talked about, right? Like that guy's going to be out for a few months, so he's useless if he comes to the back <laughs> the final two weeks of the season. Really, if you're already out of the playoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Come on, so come on, Kevin. Get it on. Get your shit together, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this doesn't really line up now, right? Because what do we do with Johnny? Johnny's a UFA next year. I mean. What do we do with Johnny? Sign him, please, Brad. Yeah, please. <laughs> Just fucking sign him. Our window is still open. Like, we have talent coming. You know, Johnny's yeah. going to be good for a while. So, yeah, no kidding. Just sign Johnny. We have some goalies coming. Like, our defense is young and looks good. So, like, they're only going to get better. And then we have Coronado coming, Zari coming. And, like, these aren't like top tier prospects, but it's just adding depth, right? So, even yeah. though Cor Coronado is a fairly good prospect, so. mm -hmm. and he's a, and I uh, love, I scorer. love, I love the contract that the Montreal Canadiens signed Nick Suzuki to. What was like, that one? It was uh, eight Six years, million? eight years, seven point eight seven five. Hmm. I mean, he's he's twenty two, so. Wow, sticks until he's thirty. Yeah, yeah, but. It's a lot of money. You know, like, well, that cap hit 
I think would be great for like if we could get if we could convince Johnny to sign of that. Oh, I'd be cool. ecstatic. We're not getting Johnny for under. I don't. I think he's going to be in the nine region. Unfortunately, uh, you have see, to. We, he has to be. See, we can't do that though. Sure, we can. Well, if we're paying Kachuk nine, if we're paying Eichel ten, there's no yeah. room. Got to make room, you know. By Sean, by Lucic is going to be gone. Well, Lucic still has that one year at five point two five. Yeah, yeah, make it work. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. No, but like you can't lose Johnny because of money. You got to pay Johnny what he's. Yeah, you're right. He's you're right. Paid. You're right. I, I'm just, I'm just hoping that he'll be reasonable. And understand that you can't always be the highest paid player, you know? Like, you, you need to have talent around you if you want to succeed. Yeah. And, I mean, it's right. only a... Yeah. It's the raise, I guess, that matters. Like, oh, yeah. Kachuk is in RFA this year. Oof. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know who else is? Manjapani. Manjapani. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> if he has a big year, we're in trouble. Yeah. Well, we need him to have a big year. That's the thing. Yeah, we do. 100%. Right? This is the issue. Yeah, 100%. And he's do. primed. He's primed, right? Like, this is exactly what he was... This is exactly what he was envisioning so, and hoping so, for, right? This is so the best case you, scenario for him. Who do you give up? Do you give up Markstrom? Markstrom was $6 million. Oh, he's got a no-move, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, next year, Zadorov and Gabranson will be gone. That'll be like five, six mil. Yeah, that's six million. And uh, yeah. Michael Stone's a UFA. Tyler Pitlick is a UFA, so he probably won't get resigned. Um, so yeah, we have we have a little bit of cap. Yeah, a little bit though. We're we're penny pinching at this point. Six million extra. That's enough to sign Johnny and Kachuk. Uh, and probably not Manjapani. And if we have Eichel, then oof. Well, I guess we're getting rid of Sean and someone else probably could do that. Yeah. yeah it's, com- it's complicated. It's real complicated. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's too many numbers. Armchair GM. Armchair GM. Let me whip up NHL 22 and see what we can get. <laughs> Put it on easy mode, then they have to. Right. It's too bad. It's too bad. It doesn't work like that in real life. Eh? You know, can't right? just like add ten force seventh round picks. Yeah. Yeah. Force the trade. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Auto accept any trade. I guess. Yeah. That would the be nice. trade. The trade is one for one. Eichel <laughs> for Milan Lucic. Eichel fifty percent retained. <laughs> the NHL approves this trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they would. They would approve. The money works out. It does. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping this gets resolved relatively quickly because you know that shit needs to end. We need some closure. We need some definity. Is that a word? I don't know. Whatever. I'm tired. New word. word. (laughs) Definity. The Flames play open their home opener today, the day you're listening to this. Um, tomorrow for us, Monday, October 18th, against the Anaheim Ducks. Um, your prediction, 
Anaheim Ducks. Oh, I think we win this one. I do. We better. I think we're going to win three to two overtime. Three to two. In overtime? No, don't give them a point. Overtime win. No, come on. Let's let's make it. That's what's happening. About, hmm. I'm one for one on the season. Predicted the Flames lose the opening. <laughs> Easiest projection ever, but I'm one for one. So that's what's going to happen. 100% batting record. Johnny okay. Gaudreau is going to score the game winner in overtime on a pass from Mr. Coleman himself. I like it. I like that. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. I like that. I'm I'm predicting I'm I'm predicting a a three nothing shutout by Mark because <laughs> I need that I need them points. <laughs> you just want fantasy points. <laughs> Baseless prediction based on how he played last game. Well, I'm I'm expecting a comeback. You know, like he he had his he had his uh, he had his marshmallows roasted last game. I think he's he's gonna want uh, revenge. Gonna want to prove himself. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what happens. I'm excited. Okay. It'll be a good game. Don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe to Blasty's Corner. You can find us on all the podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything that you're listening to. We're on there. Follow us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. Tell your friends. Bring your mom. It would really help us out, and it'd be greatly appreciated. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. And until then, everybody stay safe, keep your hands clean, and we'll see you then. Peace out. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.